Hi, this is Haley Chura. You usually hear me every Thursday co-hosting the Iron Women podcast with Alyssa Gadeski. Current times are anything but usual, and I have a lot of questions. So I created Iron Women podcast mini episodes. I ask women who are endurance athletes and experts in their fields to help me and hopefully help you too by answering a few questions in 15 minutes or less. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Haley. On today's episode, I'm talking with Texas-based triathlete and coach Joanna Schaefer-Namey. Joanna had originally planned to race Ironman 70.3 Lubbock on June 28th, a race that was ultimately canceled just days before due to a surge in COVID-19 cases in Texas. Joanna tells me about her decision to race, the criticism she received for posting her decision online, and how the race's last-minute cancellation might affect her future race plans. As always, thank you to the Iron Woman podcast sponsors, Zelio Skincare, Noon Hydration, Form Swim Goggles, Gooder Sunglasses, and Orca Sportswear, as well as our Live Feisty Patreon community. You can find all website links and discount codes in our show notes or at ironwomenpodcast.com. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Joanna schaefer Namy. Hi, Joanna. Welcome to the Iron Woman podcast. Hi, Haley. How are you? I'm very excited to be talking to you, and we like to start these mini-episodes with an introduction. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your history in endurance sport? Sure. I started about 15 years ago racing a triathlon after my third son was born. He was about three months old when I started doing sprints. Um, I progressed through all of the distances, and after a couple of years and a couple of halves, I took on my first full at Coeur d'Alene. Over the years, I have raced 14 full Ironmans and too many halves to count. And so last year, I applied for Legacy for Kona and was accepted for this year, 2020. And um, unfortunately, that has been postponed to February right now. But over these last uh, 10 years, I have created a team called Hissy Fit Racing in Houston, which is an all-women's team. Um, and I've worked as an, a coach for TriDot Systems over the last seven years, and I am on Betty Squad. So that's kind of um, a quick synopsis of what I've done over the last probably 14 years. You were planning to race Lubbock 70.3 just a little more than a week ago. Yes. Were you doing anything different to prepare for that race, given that it was planned to happen as like the return to racing after the pandemic? Right. Were you handling yourself any differently leading into that race? Right. As far as training goes, I have not. You know, one of the things about being in endurance racing for so long um, and racing the iron distance for this many years is that I've been continually training. I really have not had a break in the last 10 years. So I've kind of stayed at a volume or training level of at least the half distance. So being that I was being ultra active in preparing for Kona, I was really ready at any time to do a half. Um, and I had 
originally signed up for Ironman Texas, which was canceled for April. So when Lubbock was still a go, I started thinking about it and started thinking about the pros and cons and then decided to sign up pretty last minute. And so my training was pretty much the same. Um, I did have to kind of consider the new uh, aid stations and accommodations that Ironman was going to put into effect and how that would affect nutrition and what you carried on you. But that was pretty much the only thing that had to kind of be uh, altered. You posted about your plan to race online. Did you receive any criticism? Mm, yes, <laughs> I did. I did. I received um, I, say I received a lot of opinions. Uh, a lot of, I would say probably 75% of people were, were very supportive. Um, I was planning to go with a few other TriDot coaches um, and athletes, as well as another Betty squad member. So there was a lot of support from the teams that I'm part of, but there was also some strong criticism of, you know, racing at such a scary time right now during the pandemic. And so I had to weigh those factors and, you know, make a personal choice for myself. I kind of relate it to having three sons. I have three teenage sons and it's been a balancing act during quarantine as far as their physical safety and keeping them healthy as well as their mental health and allowing them to do activities that I knew were necessary to keep them mentally healthy. And, it, and I had to apply that to myself very much as well. So I was going to be as cautious and diligent as possible um, in traveling and in racing. You know, we, my family, we're a family of five and we have yet to go out to eat in the last four to five months. Um, and I've been the only person in my family to go into a store. So I was very, very, very cautious about keeping my family healthy. But for the most part, racing and training is so much a part of me. And I, I you know, knew that I was going to be some risk in going up to Lubbock and racing, but I was going to be as cautious as I possibly could if it was a go. The race was ultimately canceled just days before it was planned to, to be a go. How did you handle the race cancellation? Um, it was kind of ugly. <laughs> um, you know, I prepare myself physically and then the, the a race week is such a mental roller coaster and, you know, you, you play every scenario in your mind as far as the swim, the bike, the run, what you're going to do, preparation, how you're mentally going to stay in the game during the race, what your goals are. Are you aiming to get a world spot podium? So all of that had played out in my head for probably two weeks before I was to leave for Lubbock and to wake up with about 20 messages on your phone saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, it, it, it is, for me, it was heartbreaking. I know that people are suffering on a much grander scale than the, than the, the small world of racing, but I've, I've told my kids and I've told my athletes that I coach, you know, it's, it's not a comparison of disappointments. Everybody right now is facing so many disappointments. So we can't devalue, you know, somebody that's facing sadness or, or, or a loss or disappointing or missing out on something. Um, you know, I, I relate it to my son who, who he'll be a freshman playing, you know, high school football and they've canceled the training camps for this summer and whether they'll play in the fall or not. But I told him, you know, it's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to be heartbroken. You have to feel it. And, you know, then you pick yourself back up and you make another goal and you, you keep going. I believe you live near Houston, Texas, and you've, you've alluded to a little bit of this, but how is day-to-day -day life and training in Houston right now? Well, twofold. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in Pearland, which is about just 10 minutes south of Reliant Stadium um, in Houston. So training has changed a lot. Uh, we didn't have pool access for a, quite a while. Some pools have reopened, 
And right now, it, it, our midday is about feels like 108 degrees. <laughs> so our normal training would be basically inside. We're doing most of our running inside unless you're getting up mega early in the morning. Some new and exciting things that I think happened is I was not a big Zwift person before. And now I am virtually riding all different types of courses all over the world, you know, from inside my house with my Betty sisters. And so that has really been uplifting. It's been great for my mood, my attitude. I've been lucky enough to find a private pool that um, has a, a membership you can buy. And they, they're very cautious in making you swim one person per lane in every other lane. And so I've had access to that because swimming is definitely uh, my go-to. So besides the heat, I think most of my athletes are still doing very well as far as training goes. You know, I, I see a lot more people, not just athletes, but, you know, people all over my neighborhood, all over Houston that are more outdoors, more walking, more riding bikes, which I think is a great release for a lot of people. So um, that's pretty much how Houston has been right now. You mentioned that you were planning to race the Ironman World Championships in Kona originally this October and now scheduled for February. Right now, I believe Hawaii is requiring all visitors to quarantine for 14 days, though I did just read that after August 1st, that might be avoided with evidence of a negative COVID-19 test within 72 hours prior to travel. Right. Obviously, a lot of things are changing. And after going through what you just did with Lubbock, are you approaching your training or even your mental preparation for Kona any differently? No, it, you know, it was it was quite a decision because when um, the world championship was postponed to February, we were given the option to uh, take the February spot or defer to next year. And, you know, I had to do a lot of brainstorming about what my decision would be. And my sweet husband, thank goodness, knows exactly what to say, but he said, you take February because it won't be the only time you go. (laughs) So I, you know, when he said that it was, you know, it was like, the first opportunity I'm given to race in Kona, I'm going to take it and um, I will be prepared. So it's, you know, I will maintain my training plan the way I've been going. If it, if it doesn't happen in February, then it will happen next October. You know, I have to, I have to stay positive for myself, for my kids and for my athletes. They're looking to me for motivation and to see, you know, what are we supposed to be doing? What if this is canceled? What if this is delayed? And I said, you know, you can, you can not train or you can train. You can be ready for when they give you the opportunity. And, you know, I'm going to be ready. So hopefully it will be a go. Um, I'll be willing to do whatever testing is necessary. If, you know, if they need a, a negative test, that's, that's an easy, easy thing that I, I would easily agree to. And, um, You know, hopefully we will see a downshift in numbers as the months progress. And so February will be um, a go, but, uh, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. I love your perspective on everything, Joanna. I'm so thankful that you came on and and shared this perspective and shared your story a little bit. And best of luck to you in training and fingers crossed for for everyone. I think, you know, we want to see races return. We want to see them return safely. And we're all pulling for you. So again, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Haley. Thanks again to endurance sport coach and Kona bound iron woman, Joanna Schaefer Namey for being my guest on the show today. This has been Haley Chura from the iron women podcast with another mini episode. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you again soon. You have been listening to the iron women podcast hosted by Haley Chura and Alyssa Gadeski. Iron women is a production of live feisty media and is edited by Taylor Mahan Rudolph. Thank you to our sponsors, Zillio Skincare, Noon Hydration, Form Swim Goggles, and Orca Sportswear. 
as well as the Live Feisty Patreon community. You can find websites and discount codes in our show notes or at ironwomenpodcast.com.